Dear Bernadette Joy is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. Hey guys, it's Bernadette Joy. I'm the founder at Crush Your Money Goals and I am super excited to present to you this next season where I'm going to be answering your questions. Since I started this company in 2016, I have fielded thousands of questions about personal finance and I am here to tell you what you want to know based on my personal experience and having worked with many of you. And all of these questions are not just related to money, but also how it affects our personal life, our family, our careers, and everything that we care about in our daily life. So welcome to season four, Dear Bernadette Joy. Hey, it's Bernadette Joy, and welcome to another episode of the Dear Bernadette Joy podcast. I am really excited to get back on the mic because it's been a while, and I just realized that it was my two-year anniversary of when we first launched this podcast, and I thought, you know what, I'd like to get back on the mic and, you know, just start over with you guys and share kind of what's been going on with me what I can do to help you and to answer the questions that have been coming up pretty frequently and pretty often in the last couple of months. So at the time that this podcast is being recorded, we're right in the midst of the wondrous year that is 2020. And I have gotten a ton of questions around how to manage your money essentially while the world is falling apart. <laughs> and and most of all, how do you actually manage the stress that comes with so much uncertainty? Uh, there's already so much uncertainty in our lives already. And then now we have to put a pandemic and you know potentially a global health crisis on top of it. So understandably, I can see why it's a stressful time. So this episode is dedicated to answering your questions as it relates to how to overcome money stress. And we'll start off with the easiest question that I got, uh, which is very thematic, which is what are your strategies to overcoming money stress? So that is a very multifaceted question. I, uh, for those of you guys who have met me before, I'm a pretty high energy person. And so when it goes towards things that are positive, it can be a really great thing. But when I'm feeling like things are all over the place, then it can also be a pretty bad thing. So if you're like me where, um, you know, even little things can make you feel very stressed, don't feel like you're alone. And so what I realize as it relates to money stress and how I can tackle that is going back to the basics of the crush your money goals philosophy. And so I'd love to walk you through what that looks like and how that can help you. So if you are new to me, you might not know that my company is called Crush Your Money Goals, and it is intentionally called that because, well, actually, here's a funny story, is the first season of this podcast, for those of you who are still listening after this many seasons, thank you. Uh, For those of you who are here for the first um, season of the podcast, it was actually called Crush This Debt, which, to be honest, it was actually called Fuck This Debt, (laughs) and we decided to change the title because for marketing reasons, Uh, but what it turned out to be a blessing in disguise was that the crush in Crush This Debt was a predecessor to Crush Your Money Goals, and the crush actually stands for the different steps that I take 
anytime I have to make a particularly stressful financial decision. So let me walk through those crush steps with you and hopefully that can help you figure out where you want to start with whatever situation you have. So C stands for cultivating a new money mindset. And what do I mean by that? I am the type of person who, if you met me, you would know that I'm not super into the touchy-feely kind of stuff. And so this whole thing around mindset and, you know, positivity, I was always like, that is a bunch of fluff. But the truth is that is probably 80% of the battle when it comes to figuring out what to do with your finances, which is figuring out what your mindset is, where you're at, and really having a positive attitude towards money. So while this is a very stressful time, what I would ask you to do as it relates to cultivating your money mindset during an, a time of uncertainty is to focus on the things that you can control and the things that you feel positive about. And starting from there, if you can't uh, start to do the basic work of that, it's very hard to make any sound financial decisions. The next step is R, which is reverse engineer your life goals. And while this is a money podcast, what I like to say is that I really care more about your life and not your money. I think money is just a means to get to the things that you want in life. And oftentimes, I will have people ask me what to do with their finances without really understanding what, why they're trying to make those decisions in the first place. So let me give you an example. I recently met a woman from California who was very stressed out because she is a prosecutor um, there, very successful career, has a family, um, recently going through some tough times um, within her family situation. And obviously with the pandemic, her uh, case work, her caseload had kind of changed dramatically and so that also impacted her income. And she came to me and basically said she had a ton of debt and she was trying to figure out you know, how to tackle the debt. And my first question to her was, well, what are you going to do once you're out of debt? And she had no answer, no answer for me. Um, not, because, not because she didn't want to have answer, an answer. I just don't think she ever realized that that was possible <laughs> to actually live a life where she didn't have, you know, the student loans and the mortgage and um, the credit card bills piling up. She never actually imagined that. And so what I asked her to do was to reverse engineer, go to that point where you actually think you might not have that money stress, whether it's debt or savings or whatever it is, go actually picture what that life would look like if you didn't have that money stress and what would you be doing? And then work backwards from there. But the fact that a lot of people don't even think to do that because they're just so focused on where they, they are in right now, um, it's, it's actually a really great way to figure out where you wanna go and what kind of decision you wanna make. So that's reverse engineering your life goals. Hey guys, it's Bernadette. If you like what you're hearing but want to meet in real life, consider taking my next masterclass or joining my membership at crushyourmoneygoals.com. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse because online scheduling saves me time. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
The U in CRUSH stands for using your resources efficiently, money obviously being one of those most important resources, but what I care more about than money is time and energy because I do believe in, ab in abundance that you can always make more money, but you can only have so much time and energy in the world. So what can you do to make sure you use those resources efficiently? And when you are thinking about making those money decisions, not only think about the impact to your bank account, but think about the impact to your energy, your level, the relationships that are involved in it, and the time that it's gonna take you to make those financial decisions, and use those as part of your decision-making process, not just how much money you're gonna make or lose in that situation. The S in CRUSH stands for spending on what you love. This is probably where I differentiate a lot from a Dave Ramsey type of, um, debt advice. And while a lot of the debt-free community is focused on kind of cutting everything out, working on, you know, bare minimums, eating beans and rice and all that stuff. And to be honest, that's where I was too, three or four years ago when I first started this journey myself, right? Which was like, let me just cut out everything and just focus on paying off the debt. And what I realized is that that is really not sustainable over a long period of time. And cutting out everything that I truly enjoyed didn't make the debt uh, paying process fun or exciting or, to be honest, something I wanted to do, right? So what I teach people now is while the world is not where we want it to be necessarily, there are still things that we can find that we really love to spend our time and energy and money on. And really deciding what those things are is super important in figuring out where your financial choices should be. And you should not have anyone guilt you as to what, you know, what you want to spend your money on. If you love spending on purses and shoes and all that stuff, the debt-free community would tell you, like, that's stupid and you shouldn't be spending your money on that. But, hey, if, if you're willing to make that work but willing to sacrifice on other things because that is something that means a lot to you, then that is absolutely worth keeping in, in your expenses. But all of us have uh, unlimited... Uh, aspirations. All of us have unlimited aspirations, but very few of us have unlimited incomes and sources of money. So the, the choices that you have to make in spending on what you love most is still going to be limited. And I'd rather you spend on what you really care about versus, you know, the things that you really don't. And so lastly, how I overcome money stress is the H part, which is hustle, hustle, hustle. And it has a couple different meanings. One is one of the ways that I've been able to eliminate money stress is having multiple sources of income, which we will probably get into in another episode. And so having a reliance on not just one place of making money, but multiple ways of making money, especially in a time like this where you never know what's going to happen to, you know, one of your income sources. But hustle also means spending uh, time on the things that maybe you don't want to do, but will provide you a return on investment, right? So, you know, figuring out how to streamline your finances, for example, is not fun, but there is work involved in that. And that work will pay off when you come to a point where you have to make a stressful financial decision. Hey guys, it's Bernadette. If you like what you're hearing but want to meet in real life, consider taking my next masterclass or joining my membership at crushyourmoneygoals.com. At Ortho Carolina, 
My personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Dear Bernadette Joy, I've always been a spender and I lost my job due to COVID-19. I am doing fine now because there's nowhere to go, LOL. But I do worry once things get back to normal that I would want to get back to my normal spending habits still with no true income. Any suggestions on how I can walk into the situation more mindful and prepared? Thank you for the person that asked this question. And this is probably one of the most common questions that I got from people. Uh, there's a lot of folks who, um, you know, for- unfortunately have been impacted with job loss. Uh, and there have been people who haven't been impacted with job loss. And an interesting fact that I learned uh, a couple of months ago was that I did a interview with NBC News and they wanted to interview me because they found that according to, you know, their government research reports, um, that overall debt and credit card debt had actually went down maybe for the first time in a long time, if ever, (laughs) um, during the pandemic crisis, which is so counterintuitive because you would think that with a lot of people losing their jobs and, you know, the uncertainty that people would be spending more money on their credit cards um, because they don't have the funds. And so what my theory on it, I don't know if it's actually true or not, but my thought, and I've seen it with my debt crushers, is that because we've all been on lockdown and we haven't had an opportunity to go out and do all the things we normally wouldn't do, but it's actually been easier to be a little bit more disciplined about, you know, not spending frivolously, right? So not randomly going out with your friends to go grab a drink or, you know, stopping at the mall to buy a pair of shoes. Those are all things I used to do pre-pandemic, and I literally couldn't do it at all because they weren't open for the first couple of months. And, uh, and so I saw a lot of my debt crushers actually saving money, during this time and putting it towards debt and paying down credit card debt, which was the right thing to do, the smart thing to do. Um, But several of them have said to me, you know, I'm doing well now, but I think it's because of the pandemic, not because I've actually changed any of my behaviors. And uh, I would like to counter that idea that this is a great time to start exercising those behaviors and try to start making them more of habits, right? So this person who said, I've always been a spender and you're doing fine now because there isn't anywhere to go, but once things go back to normal, you're afraid you're going to get back to your normal spending habits, is redefining what normal spending habits means to you, right? And what I... I mean, there's not a lot of things that I love about this pandemic, to be honest. I mean, who does? But one thing that um, has really been helpful to me during this time is uh, redefining what I actually care about, what do I really need in life, and what would I rather spend my money on. And for um, all the shoe addicts and and shopping addicts like me, um, One of my biggest loves before the pandemic was going to the mall that is dangerously close to my house and, you know, buying a pair of shoes when I felt like it. But what has been eye-opening to me in the last couple of months was that, and part of it is the pandemic, right, that even if I bought another pair of shoes, I literally have nowhere to wear them to. So what is the point of buying them? But I started to realize I had so many things already. And did I really need to add more to the pile that already existed? And so while you are 
in this situation for the foreseeable future, you know, rather than contributing it to just the external factors, give yourself some credit that the that even though um, you know you can make the excuse that well there is an opportunity to go spend more money and I can't go out with my friends and so that's why I'm saving, you still had choices to spend money other ways, right? Uh, Amazon is forever <laughs> available, and I have seen some people who've gone the opposite direction, right? They um, still are trying to you know figure out this whole pandemic situation and eating their feelings and you know shopping more than they would normally. And for those of you who haven't done that, that was a conscious decision that you made one way or another. So if you're one of those people who are starting to cultivate those new habits now, um, give yourself some more credit that it's not just the pandemic, but you still made that choice. And so give yourself a pat on the back on that. In terms of how to be mindful going forward, this is where the handy dandy budget comes into play and why uh, this particular time period is a pretty crucial time to start a budgeting habit if you don't have one already is this is as close to a emergency situation as most of us will probably get, right? To really figure out what it is that you need on a regular basis to live, right? So going back to those expenses of health, food, transportation, um, housing and utilities, those are the basic expenses that you need. And so you should know by now what the, those dollar amounts are if you don't already. And then aside from that, what are the things personal to you that are non-negotiable? And those are the things that you probably were still spending money on during the pandemic, even though they weren't necessary. And that's okay, right? And figuring out what that budget looks like, that should be your benchmark for, you know, whenever we come out of this situation to say like, you know what, this is what I was able to um, live on comfortably and it was manageable and reasonable and I'm going to try my best to stick to what that was before with some additions, right? So I fully expect that, you know, when things go back to quote unquote normal, that you should, you know, go back and do some of the things that you enjoy. What we have to be careful about, obviously, is going off the deep end. Like I know myself, right, if one day... Um, I'm able to go do all the things that I want to do. I will totally find myself at my local bakery and just eating, you know, a dozen cupcakes or, you know, buying 12 pairs of shoes. I don't know why 12 came up twice for me, but yeah. So, you know, I, I'm the type of person that can go very far on one extreme to the other. And so figuring out how to still quench those, you know, um, impulses within reason is a balance that needs to be struck and you're not going to get it right every time, but as long as you're doing better than you did the day before, then that's okay. So um, don't be scared about going back to the old habits if you make a conscious decision to do that. And starting with your budget now will help you once we go back to quote unquote normal, whenever that is. Thanks for the question. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear Bernadette Joy. Now I'm going to ask you for three quick favors. One is to leave a review and let us know what you liked about this episode. Two is to follow on all social media at Bernadette Joy and submit your questions to be featured in a future episode. And three, if you want to actually meet in real life and learn how to crush your money goals, visit my website at crushyourmoneygoals.com.